It is a Wednesday. The Brewers are back at it today, by the way, but they snapped the losing streak, so thank God for that. Cincinnati got drilled last night. Thank God for that. Trade deadline has come and gone, and the Brewers have made some moves. We'll recap that. Packers back on the practice field. We'll recap that with Mike Clemens coming up uh, towards the end of the program today. We're also going to hear from uh, a lot of the guys uh, inside the locker room today. Uh, And today... You know, um, tomorrow we're going to be at State Fair, and then next week on Monday and Tuesday going to be out in Sturgis, South Dakota, and going to be hanging out out there. So it's going to be a little more of a different show the next few times we're here. So I thought today, before the preseason got underway, because the preseason actually gets underway tomorrow night, so don't forget you've got to the Jets tomorrow night going into the uh, Hall of Fame game. So I thought, you know, this might not be a bad day to uh, to kind of look at uh, the uh, predictions sure to go wrong uh, and uh, make the divisional predictions this year, and we can take it division by division. So I thought, well, we'll get into that today as well. Before we get into preseasons and injuries, and Cooper Cup, by the way, uh, he uh, came up with a hamstring injury. He's out four to six weeks now. So uh, they've got that going on out in L.A., and there's been some other injuries. Joe Burrow's down, and Joe Burrow is uh, of utmost concern in um, the the, um, uh, Cincinnati area because he went down with that calf strain. And they acted like it was no big deal, but from everybody you talk to, it's going to be at least three to five weeks uh, of just rest with that calf strain because the biggest concern is him doing it again. Uh, if he comes back too soon. So uh, it looks like they're going to take it easy with uh, with Joe Burrow down at Cincinnati. So that may change things in Cincinnati. We'll have to wait and see. But anyway, that uh, being said, if you want to join the program today on a good Wednesday, it's going to be getting a little bit hotter, a little bit stickier. As we said, yesterday was weird. Uh, I didn't even see that we were expecting rain yesterday. I was out working on uh, the trailer. Uh, as If you followed the story from yesterday, I had to reconstitute everything in the trailer so I could fit both the UTV and the uh, motorcycle on the trailer to, before we get ready to leave for the uh, trip to Sturgis come Thursday afternoon. And uh, I'm laying under the trailer, and I'm ratcheting down uh, some of the uh, the tie-downs. And next thing you know, I start to feel water on my legs. And sure enough, it's pouring down rain. I mean pouring down rain yesterday. So I thought, boy, this I didn't see this coming. And I knew it got a little bit cloudy, but I didn't see the the uh the the rain coming so i got rained on a little bit yesterday but uh, it's getting stickier and it looks like uh, there's a possibility for a few pop-ups along the way and then tomorrow it's going to be really hot up near 90 again and humid uh, before some of the rains come over the weekend so uh the first day of state fair tomorrow we're excited about that i'm looking forward to it and tomorrow's kind of fluid to use the matt lafleur terminology for training camp tomorrow's kind of fluid because i don't know what tomorrow's going to bring i don't know if we're going to have just our normal everyday guests. I don't know if the executive director of the state fair is going to stop by or cream puff people, or I have no idea. So tomorrow we're winging it. So I'm looking forward. And that's the way it should be at state fair. You should just wing it at state fair. You should go have fun, you know, whatever kind of, you know, suits your fancy off you go. So uh, anyway, that being said, uh, and then in addition to that, you've got now the comments coming back on Sean Payton. Uh, from Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett, he laid it out there. He just basically said, look, what Sean Payton did and said publicly 
you kind of broke the unwritten rule. You kind of broke the unwritten rule. You shouldn't say it. Everything behind the scenes may be an absolute train wreck. Everything may have been worst-case scenario. Everything that went on in Denver may have been ass-backwards and one of the lamest coaching performances out of any coach in the history of coaching. But you don't say it. And Nathaniel Hackett, on one hand, he's correct. On the other hand, Sean Payton, very calculated, knowing exactly what he's doing, uh, did it for a reason. But in doing so, he threw a coach under the bus. That puts, you know, Sean Payton, look, he's getting up there. He's got his Super Bowl ring. He's had some success. He's got nothing to lose. I mean, if Sean Payton, if Sean Payton, you know, goes the next five years and wins some games and comes close in Denver and walks away from his coaching career, he's good. He don't care. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So I think Sean Payton now, he may not be, you know, welcome into the uh, Nathaniel Hackett uh, Algonquin Roundtable of Coaches for a dinner. He may not be welcome there, but Sean Payton don't care. He really don't care. Once you've got a ring, I don't care if you've got one or nine. Once you've got a ring, you're in. You're in the club, man. You're in the club. And don't forget, he was also an analyst uh, for the last couple of years. So, kind of, you know, I, other than Nathaniel Hackett, and, and I don't mean any disrespect here, but other than Nathaniel Hackett being Aaron Rodgers' guy, who cares? Who cares? It, you know, it doesn't matter. The reason Nathaniel Hackett, let's be honest. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett's done good things as a quarterback's coach, as a you know offensive coordinator, whatever. He, he's done good things. But other than Hackett being Aaron Rodgers' guy, come on. If, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't so high on Nathaniel Hackett and called him the best coach he's ever worked with, you know, and you know when you're Aaron's friend, you're, you're, you've got it. He's going to lips to butt, right? Other than being Aaron Rodgers' guy, who cares? You'd never, you never would have heard of Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, well. So there you go. Beyond that, don't care. Don't care. Uh, again, 877-867-1670. You can find us uh, there by uh, giving us a call. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You've got me on Instagram, at The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram. The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram. The Bill Michaels Show over on Facebook. Uh, but the place you want to subscribe, you want to watch, uh, it's absolutely free. Uh, you can watch it, rewatch it, listen to it live, whatever. YouTube, go to YouTube, Y-O-U-T-U-B-E, YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Twitch. If you download the Twitch app, if you download the Kick app, you can do that as well. Uh, but I highly, on a day like this when the Brewers play, play, uh, play a day game, I highly recommend, highly recommend that you hit us up on the Zone Madison app. W-O-Z-N. Just type it in right now. Go to your Play Store. W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison. Bloop, there it is. There it is. 
capital looking building sports all that kind of stuff hit it download it that way you can still listen to us still pay attention to the brewers and get all the update packers information and nfl information and all the other stuff we're talking about informationally right there on your phone or on your mobile device or whatever it happens to be that's a great way to find us email the program thebillmichaels at gmail.com thebillmichaels at gmail.com and you can listen to us after the fact, and I highly recommend you do, just in case you miss something. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts as well. And when I travel in the RV, I have discovered that uh, the uh, the Spotify podcasts have become extremely popular uh, in uh, in my ear, uh, just for the fact that uh, the RVs don't come with all the amenities, uh, unless you pay for it, all the amenities with satellites and all that kind of stuff. So I just turn the phone on, plug it into the speakers, and I listen to everything from sports podcasts to whodunit podcasts to murder mysteries. But uh, but that's that's me. But I, I love that stuff. So listen to us after the fact, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts as well. So there you go. What podcast do I listen to? I listen to I listen to The Fan uh, up in Minneapolis. Uh, I listen to uh, WFAN out in New York quite a bit. Uh, I love the uh, the Dateline stuff. I listen to the Dateline stuff uh, quite a bit and some of the podcasts that they have in relationship to a Dateline, Dateline Unforgettable and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they do have and discuss, you know, missing persons cases and such. My buddy is uh, one of the lead um, for uh, Texas EquiSearch and they search for missing people. They search for evidence, clues, things like that. They aid police departments in, in searches for uh, missing people. So I listen to a, a lot of stuff like that just for the fact that it interests me because I do understand sometimes behind-the-scenes stuff because of him about what it is they go through uh, to go into certain areas and do searches and look for people. And He started out years ago with the, uh, the uh, all Casey Anthony uh, when that whole thing was going on down in Florida. That's when they got started, uh, when he got started. Now, Texas EquiSearch was there far before that, but... Um, the uh, the the uh, Casey Anthony case was the one that he got involved with when they were searching for the little girl. So um, do that. So there you go. Anyway, good question. Uh, so anyway, the Brewers in the meantime they made some moves, and the uh, I, what I I I like the moves the Brewers have made. Uh, Canna uh, is a, a minor upgrade for the Brewers. Um, they don't have much of an offense to begin with, so. You know, it's um, the same thing with Carlos Santana. And whether you want to read that as a statement about the Brewers' uh, pre-deadline offense, up to you. But the fact of the matter is that uh, the big bats just don't seem to be available right now at the trade deadline. And if marginal upgrades are what the Brewers can get, then they should get them. And they did. Uh, at this point of his career, Canna is a, a walking embodiment, as they say, uh, of the term proven veteran. And like Santana, he should uh, get plenty of, uh, of run here in Milwaukee, and uh, they're even going to slot him somewhere in the middle of an order that has struggled at every spot not held down by Christian Yelich, let's be honest. And despite all of that, the Brewers adding at the de uh, deadline because they're in a neck-and-neck three-way uh, tussle with the Reds and now the Cubs and uh, for all of the uh, for the top spot in the National League Central, and they've done, they've done that with uh, the best run prevention in the majors. For a club like uh, Milwaukee, a little additional offense can go a long way, especially when Canna can be uh, integrated in a way that uh, doesn't mess with what, you know, the elite defense has done. And Canna figures uh, to mostly DH, play some outfield for the Brewers, 
while possibly logging some time, maybe even at first base if needed. Um, you know, you've got uh, the occasional lefty in place of a lefty swinging rookie Sal Freelich. Maybe they move him around there. But uh, but nevertheless, uh, the Brewers making the move yesterday to pick up Mark Canna, and uh, they uh, send out Justin Jarvis, the uh, the young righty. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I like the move. Uh, I do. I, I th- This is very Brewer-esque. Uh, although Canna does have some money attached to him. It's not like he's on the cheap. It's not like he's a million-dollar guy. He's got more money than that attached to him. But this is a a, a pretty good move for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, I, I like it. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Derek listening to us in Albany. Derek, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Um, having watched football a lot and, and paid attention to media um, and guys like yourself and all the interviews, and, and we read between the lines and we listen, and after a while we acquire a certain, I don't know if you call it wisdom, but a wherewithal of just a feel for people, just a people feel. I think Aaron Jones, I think, um, well, not Aaron Jones, I think Aaron Jones is a great guy for the Packers, but I think that Jordan Love um, is a Packer person. You know what I mean? In the terms, in terms mm-hmm. of He's he's somebody that is a good um, figure, you know, face of the team. Uh, Rogers was in, in many moments, and so was Bart Starr, and so were people like Lynn Dickey and Don Mikowski, and you know, uh, even Brett Favre, uh, you know, to to, to many uh, in many instances. But I think that Jordan Love, you, you look at you look at him, you watch his interviews. He seems very poised. He's very calm. He's reflective. Um, I think he can weather the storm if there is one, and I think he can be something special. I just, I just have that feeling intuitively. I don't know if you get the same feel about it. I, he, he's got everything that you want right now, except for the wins under his belt. I, I would agree with you. I just, you know, it's all about winning. I don't care if he's the nicest guy in the world, and he is the Bart Star Award winner year after year. But if he's not winning, he's not going to be here long. So, the biggest question right now, and Derek, I, I completely agree. But the biggest question is whether or not he can win. And that's the number one thing that people are waiting to see. That's why a lot of people are kind of hanging on every throw in, in camp and hanging on every word that he says and everybody that talks about him and every piece of information you can get on him so far as to whether he's accurate, not accurate, throws good, wobble balls, whatever it happens to be. Everybody's waiting to see if this guy can actually win because as many snaps as he's taken in the NFL, he's never won a game. And that's the biggest concern right now, I think, for many. Would you not agree? I would agree, but uh, again, uh, I think that you know, I think he's set up to weather the storm. I just think he's he's going to be resilient. I think he's going to he has the uh, width and breadth to do what we need. I really think it's mm-hmm. there. I, I just I just feel it watching him and you know the limited you know throws I've seen, but just just the way he carries himself. No, I would agree with that. Appreciate the phone call. I I there is nothing not to like about Jordan Love, nothing, except for the fact that he hasn't won yet. And that is, uh, if, you, if you're going to grade him, that's an INC. That's an incomplete. There, I mean, good guy, nice guy. Um, you know, you saw some pictures of him signing autographs and taking time with kids and him and Jair Alexander and a couple of the other guys stopping and signing stuff. And, you know, a lot of the feel-good things that you would normally see in camp, especially with a younger guy taking over for a Hall of Famer. You're doing anything and everything you possibly can to endear yourself to a, a fan base at this point. I think everybody would agree at this point. There is nothing not to like about Jordan Love, except for the fact of the INC. Got to win. That's the biggest thing. 
877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, feel free. 877-867-1670. Uh, when we come back, also, it was a seller-friendly market for the Brewers. Uh, they uh, got a, a fellow contender in the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they went after a bullpen piece at the trading deadline as well. They got the lefty Andrew Shafin uh, from the Diamondbacks in exchange for Peter Strzelecki, or Strzelecki. Uh, in the final hours, right before the uh, trade deadline came upon us yesterday, and left-handed relief returned to the Brewers. Uh, you know, it's kind of the uh, you know one of the boxes that they needed checked. They crossed it off. Justin Wilson returned from Tommy John surgery on July 28th, but suffered that lat strain while warming up at the pen later that night. He returned to the injured list the following day. So Matt Arnold acted quickly to replace Wilson, uh, facing another extended absence. Shafin is a 10-year vet. With a strong track record out of the pen, 435 innings, got a 3.31 ERA, and uh, that that's a strong move. It, it was it was one of those because we were concentrating so much on offense. It was one of those moves like, oh, okay, they got a bullpen arm, but it's a lefty, it's a veteran, it's strength, and they continue to bolster this team. It, again, it was one of those very quiet, very Brewers esque moves that if you just sometimes it's not about getting the stars, it's about getting the depth. And consistency. And I think the Brewers did that in a lot of different realms yesterday. So excited about what the Brewers have done. Hopefully they get the win this morning and this afternoon against Washington. Win the series. Continue on after that. Uh, Cincinnati got absolutely drilled by uh, Chicago yesterday. Chicago was hitting three-run bomb after three-run bomb after three-run bomb. And uh, they just got beat up on. So the Brewers are hanging right there. The Cubs are on the come. Brewers are going to have a sprint to the finish trying to fend off everybody at this point, but I like what they've done. I like what they've done the most. And Cincinnati, by the way, only picked up one arm. That was it. They only picked up one arm yesterday. They picked up Sam Knoll. And that that was all they did. And the thing is, Cincinnati, as much as their front office pontificated about how they're, they're buyers, they're not sellers, they didn't sell. I agree, I agree with that. But they, they don't believe they're ready yet. They don't. They just don't believe they're ready yet. They don't believe they have the pitching. Otherwise, they would have went all in on a couple other pitchers. They just don't believe they're ready yet. They think that this is one of those years where maybe they, you know, to use the term, caught lightning in a bottle a little bit. They got a little bit ahead of themselves. They're in it. They're gaining some good experience, but they don't believe they're ready yet. The Brewers do. The Brewers feel like this is theirs to win. They want to go after it. And then once you get to the postseason, let the chips fall where they may. Stay tuned. We've got a whole lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up. Good stuff. Off to a fast start today, this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. You know that I love my Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. The heat is outside. The cool is inside. I'm safe. I'm secure. When I'm out of town, i got friends that stay here. They feel safe and secure. People that watch the house, they feel safe and secure. Love it. Absolutely love it. Love the fact that they're easy to use, easy to open, easy to close. Nothing's sticking. It's just awesome. Love my Pella Windows and Doors. Uh, Wisconsin, including the brand-new big-ass patio door that we put in downstairs in the great room as well. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, or call them 855-PELLA-WI. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I'm coming! Hi, Mark Tauscher. Boy, you just never know when or where you're going to pop up. This time, it's my house. Can I come in? You're already standing in my living room. Ah, uh, Tausch.
Oops, you have mosquitoes in here. Oh, yeah. It's like an insect zoo right now at my house. Heads up, here comes that wasp again. Incoming. Shoo! You need Palace 250 series of windows with exclusive hidden screens. They fit inside the actual window and protect you from nature. Okay, now that's just brilliant. Yes, please. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin to the rescue. You got anything to drink around here? Yeah, just go right ahead and make yourself at home, I guess. Ooh, root beer. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, bundle and save. Get a 250 series patio door and eight double hung windows with hidden screens for as low as $188 per month. Visit PellaWI.com today. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 831.23. Gotta say thanks to our friends at the Water Doctors. H2 the letter O doctors.com. H2 the letter O, H2O doctors.com. And uh, John Antley and his staff, they uh, they stepped up this year and said, hey, uh, Fisher House, Wisconsin, gonna be one of the charities that they wanna work with. And in doing so, they are the stage presenter, uh, the co stage presenter this year for the after party for the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. So they're putting their money where their mouth is, and we can't say thanks enough to uh, our John Atley, the whole staff of the Water Doctors, not to mention the best water softening system out there, hands down, without a doubt. That is our friends over at uh, Kinetico. So if you're looking for the best water softening system, done. Go to the Water Doctors. Call them, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733, or simply go to H2, the letter O, H2Odoctors.com. That's H2Odoctors.com. Talking some Brewers baseball and uh, the Brewers, the, uh, the they did make a move. They sent Owen Miller back uh, to the minors, which is a little interesting because I'm thinking to myself, Owen Miller at least has had some success. You look at a guy, uh, there's a couple of guys. I mean, you know, they, they obviously um, – Love the defense of Joey Weimer, but he has struggled at the plate. Um, Jesse Winker has been a disaster when it comes to his presence and what he has done, his production. So it, it, it it's, and Owen Miller's actually had a little bit of success. So I maybe it's just for the fact that he had options, and they're going to make some subsequent moves along the way before it's all said and done, but. And maybe that was just an easy move for the time being, but I that I it was a little bit of a head scratcher. I have to admit, have to admit that was a little bit uh, of a head scratcher. But for the most part, I've liked what the Brewers have done. Now we'll see if it actually pays off. Um, Jesse asks, "Did you see the yeah South Free? Yes, uh, South Freelick and the uh, crashing into the wall last night." He just overran it. It was it was a ball that came off the bat and it started tailing back into the field of play. It was down the right field line, and he as he ran, he maybe you could just say he had some really good speed. He caught up to it. And it was kind of slicing back, and uh, he ended up just kind of overrunning it. When you when you watched him jump, he started out jumping with the glove out front, and then as he went past, when he jumped, the ball kind of like like tailed off behind him. 
uh, only to watch him kind of land awkwardly and then crash into that chain link fence uh, out there in the right field corner. Uh, but ultimately, it didn't hurt the Brewers, right? I mean, South Felix probably feeling it a little bit today, but didn't really hurt the Brewers. I like the fact that he got right back up. He was waving them off. Don't come out. I'm okay. I'm fine. He was stretching a little bit, which is what everybody does. But, you know, they always got to run out, always got to check. Are you okay? But he didn't want to come out. He didn't want to come out of that game. I like that. I like that about him. It was good stuff. Uh, I, you know, I, again, not good stuff to see him crash into a wall and hurt himself, but good stuff when something like that happens and the guy's like, nope, I'm in. I'm good. Don't worry about it. Get out of here. I'm fired up. That You love to see that out of young guys, you know? Love that. Good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, this is from our buddy Steve in Richfield. said, I wanted to email uh, early on a short broadcast day for you guys. Uh, I don't know about you, but it was very refreshing to see the crew. Uh, get all six of their runs after two were out last night. The clutch hitting was amazing. Joey Weimer had an incredible at-bat before doubling to right. Sal Freelich's throw was a P to the plate that saved at least one run. I got to thinking about what the Brewers' outfield may look like next year. You've got Freelich, Garrett Mitchell, if he recovers, Weimer, Yelich, Tyrone Taylor, who thought I might have been traded yesterday. If they can add a solid third baseman, they're going to be strong again next year. Did you see that Colton Wong was DFA'd as well? Have a great Wednesday, Go Crew. That's our buddy Steve. Uh, I did not see that Colton Wong was DFA'd. That I did not see on the wire. So, um, Only a, a couple of years after having a really solid season for the Brewers in his first year after coming here, which th- that was the year right after COVID, remember. And they went out and got him. They got Jackie Bradley Jr., and that's when they spent some money. And I thought to myself, you know, coming out of COVID, I thought they were actually going to, you know, put the money in the pocket and not do anything and maybe even scale back. And they didn't. They got Colton Wong, who had a successful year that year. It was the following year that was an absolute disaster. He went from being a gold glover to somebody that couldn't hit a baseball, couldn't field a baseball cleanly. And uh, now he's a guy that's DFA'd. And I mean, like Father Time not only grabbed him by the ankles, but threw him down and and teabagged him. I mean, just, you know, he's, man, you talk about a guy just falling off, you know, at the end of his career, tracking big time. Uh, 877-867-1670. This is from Jason who said, uh, have you heard from Aaron Jones yet? Would love to hear from him. As a matter of fact, Jason, yes. We're going to get Romeo Dobbs, Aaron Jones, Devontae Wyatt, and Luke Musgrave today. And Luke Musgrave today. All those guys we're going to hear from. And then Mike uh, Clements is going to join us in the final hour of the program. So we got all that coming up. So, you know, again, I know there's a lot of people that on a lot of our affiliate stations, they're going to be flipping over to Brewers baseball. So I've been imploring you, go to WOZN, the Zone Madison, the Zone Madison app, because we're going to have a lot, a lot of sound today coming out of that Packers locker room as well when the Brewers are on. And we'll keep you up to date on the Brewers game, that's for sure. But... I implore you, go to WOZN, the Zone Madison. WOZN, the Zone Madison. Or, you know, if you're listening to us, uh, WDZ up in Green Bay. If you're listening to us uh, on the Big 920 in Milwaukee, on iHeart, uh, the radio app there. Uh, you can listen to us uh, yeah, on PBL and Platteville. There's all kinds of different stations around that carry us. Uh, our friends, uh, WVRQ uh, up in Viroqua. Uh, Ernie and those guys, they, they replay us in the afternoon anyway. So, and then again, later that night. So, uh, which by the way, we talked with Ernie yesterday, we are going to be doing one of our huddles. We're going to be starting to line up the huddles, uh, a little bit sooner rather than later. And we'll let you know where we're going to be. 
And if you are in one of our affiliate markets, and I've been telling the affiliates, if you're listening to the damn program, find some place in your area as an affiliate that we can come, and we'd love to do a huddle there. We'd love to do our daytime show at our affiliate stations and make some visits, and we would love to do a huddle at uh, one of our one of our fine establishments all throughout the great state of Wisconsin. So not just uh, we're now we're not going to do one every week uh, on the road. Sometimes it's going to be here in studio, but we got a lot of good stuff. Got a lot of good stuff coming up this year for Packers coverage, football coverage, and all that kind of stuff. So really, really, really looking forward to it. Should be a lot of fun this season, and uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more to get to. When I go on the road, uh, I am stopping down this afternoon, and I am picking up stuff again at Robert's Specialty Meets down in Waukesha. Robert's Specialty Meets Waukesha is now a request. When I go out, when I grill, when I take this stuff to friends, now they're saying, hey, can you bring that? Can you bring this stuff? Can you can you pick that up for us? Can you grab me this? Can you grab me that Al Capone roast? Boy, those Al Capone sausages are amazing. Can you bring those ribs on a stick? It's now a request. It's a pain in the ass, but it's a request. But I love to spread the joy. That is Robert's Specialty Meats Waukesha. And the, uh, the loaded baked potato potato salad is now a request as well. It is fantastic. And I had it at Road America. Some of the guys at Road America came over. We fed everybody, had a little bit of a feast, and they t- tried it, and they're like, you got this at a butcher shop? I said, yep. Can we, can we get some of this? Oh, now that's a request. Robert Specialty meets Waukesha, Sunset Drive in Waukesha. you got to stop by and check it out. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Summer's winding down, but there's still time to experience the roar and excitement of racing. Road America is running, and you don't want to miss out on this last chance to feel the rumble. Campsites are available, and public karting is open. There's something for everyone at Road America. For tickets and all the family fun information, go to RoadAmerica.com. That's RoadAmerica.com. Road America, America's national park of speed. If by chance you are heading to downtown Milwaukee and you got a hankering for good food, good Italian food, and you want to go face first like you're going to the electric chair, if that's going to be your last meal ever, I suggest going to the Calderon Club. Say hi to Gino. Ask for Alex the waiter. Server, I guess is what they call him now. Ask for them and uh, best Italian food you're going to stick in your grill. Unless, of course, you're a pizza guy or girl. And you want to head next door to San Giorgio's, Napoletana Pizzeria, authentic, certified. Not every not every pizza place that has a stone-fired pizza certified, it's not. They're different. Trust me. Either place, you can't go wrong. Both places, absolutely delicious. Whether it's the, the, uh, the chicken marsala, which is more of a cream sauce, spaghetti and meatballs. You've got the spicy sargina penne pasta. The eggplant as a uh, as a appetizer, which is just out of this. I've never had anything like it in my life. It's just so good. Calderon Club, 838 Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, or San Giorgio, right next door. Either way, you cannot go wrong. Both places, spectacular, spectacular. Coming up um, after the top of the hour, our uh, buddy is uh, our buddy Tim Allen. 
host of the baseball postgame show in Milwaukee on 97.3 The Game, is going to join us. And I worked for many years with my buddy Tim Allen and uh, one of the biggest baseball, Brewers baseball enthusiasts I know. We're going to get his take on what the Brewers did at the trade deadline, snapping the losing streak last night and such. So we'll talk with him coming up here in about eh, a little bit less than 20 minutes. So stay tuned for that just after the top of the hour. Uh, Mark says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, he goes on this long thing about Shafin uh, adding depth to the bullpen, uh, one of the biggest moves they could possibly make, and then getting Wade Miley back. Yeah, you get Miley back, you get Woodruff back, you move some guys around, uh, and you bolster that bullpen even more. What was all – if – now, again, this is a big if, though, okay? If Woodruff comes back and he's throwing well, and you would assume, you know, it's going to take him one or two starts to really kind of get his stamina up, but for the most part, if he throws well. Same thing with Wade Miley. Now you've got Burns, Peralta, Woodruff, Miley, whoever else you want to put in there in that rotation. They've, you know, kind of rotated guys through. Plus you start shuffling some of the other guys that have started – into the pen, then you keep Shafin back there. You, your back into your bullpen has been pretty good, although it's been a little bit, you know, it's been used quite a bit. But you put the back end of the bullpen, you kind of mix and match, and then you get to Devin Williams. Man, if you get any kind of offense out of Canna, Santana, obviously if you keep it up with Christian Yelich, and some of the guys around them hit the ball. Contreras has been – he's bounced back in a huge way. Hell, even Caratini's hit the ball as of late. If you get those guys to contribute, that's exciting. That's exciting. I'd be, uh, I'd be giddy over that. I, I'd really – I would really, really like the prospect of the Brewers winning the division. Probably, dare I say, and I picked them at 83 wins at the beginning of the season, but dare I say 90, 91 wins. Winning the division by a few games over Cincinnati. Unless, of course, the Cubs make this staunch run, which they've done. I mean, their pitching has been good. Their offense has been, gotten better. Um, but... You know, when you when you look at it um, for what they've been able to accomplish, I mean, the Cubs have, you know, I guess they've been somewhat surprising, right, for lack of a better term. So um, maybe the Cubs in Cincinnati battle it out for second. The Pirates gave up a few prospects, moved some guys around, bolstered their team even even more. Uh, the Cubs get the, uh, the third baseman slash first baseman Candelario. Uh, from the Nationals. Candelario may have been the most in-demand player during the uh, trade deadline, considering the Nationals GM Mike Rizzo um, said on Sunday that he was discussing a trade with eight different teams for Candelario. He returned to the original organization where he played 16 games before he was traded, going back to Detroit uh, in 2000, I think, 17. And uh, for the Cubs, you know, it's kind of a late-season twist. Two weeks ago, they looked like they'd be trading away players. Now, all of a sudden, they're in it, and Candelario is one of the guys that could possibly get them there. It's going to be interesting to see where he plays. He played third base for the Nationals, but has played some first, and he could slot into either position for the Cubs in the past week. Madrigal, um, Wisdom, um, 
Uh, there was somebody else, too. I think they were all starting over at third base. And Cody Bellinger is alternated between first base and center field. So they've moved guys around in Chicago. And Candelario can come in and stabilize at least one of those positions. So pretty solid deal for the Cubs to get uh, a guy that can play the position and be a bat in the lineup. So good stuff there for uh, for Chicago. Uh, but again, as many of you... As many of you have stated, excuse me, as many of you have stated, look, you want to see the Brewers do well, no doubt. But I think everybody, whether it's a Reds fans ba- fan base or a Brewers fan base, nobody wants to see the Cubs. Nobody wants to see the Cubs win the division. Not at all. So that being said, uh, both – and, I again, I think Cincinnati is uh, what their management by their inactivity – now, again, they picked up Sam Knoll, the reliever, the left-handed reliever from Oakland – but with their inactivity, I think it kind of said and spoke loudly that said, you know, hey, we're, we're excited about the season, but we're not trading anybody away. We're certainly not sellers, but we're not quite there yet. They've got terrific offense, but they really need to bolster that uh, rotation. And if they do in the offseason, then they're a team to be reckoned with going into next year. No doubt. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. Bobby says, hey, Bill, I love what the Brewers are doing right now. They're going on, going in on some of these small ventures that could have big paydays. And if it happens, the Brewers are going to be the team to beat in the National League Central. And if they catch fire, could they possibly get over on Atlanta? Maybe the bad beatdowns from Atlanta are now out of our system. Meeting them in the postseason might be a good thing. Atlanta comes in overconfident. Baseball, Bobby, as much as I want to agree with you. Because, you know why? Because it's wishful thinking. It's hopeful. It's wishful thinking. As much as I want to agree with you. Momentum in baseball, there is a little bit of momentum in baseball. There, it's kind of the un, it's the intangible. You, you, can't, you can't quantify it. You can't put a sabermetric number to it. You can't put uh, any kind of a stat. Um, but it's very tough in baseball because it's not an energy sport, so to speak. You know? Unless, of course, you get into a big inning where the energy becomes palpable from the crowd or a certain circumstance and or situation. But I don't think the Brewers are looking at it as, hey, they beat the hell out of us in the regular season. Now it's our turn. Here we go. You know, I think it's just, you know, you're only as good as that day's starting pitcher. You feel good about your pitching staff. And you you hit the ball against Atlanta, no doubt about that. You were able to put the ball in play more often than not. It's just that you 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 know you ran into a buzzsaw because they just beat the hell out of the baseball as much as you did, if not more. So you feel good, like you can compete, but you know the score doesn't lie. I mean, you went one and five against them in six games, much like Cincinnati got the hell beat out of them by by the Brewers all season long for the most part. So I, I don't think there's this level of confidence or overconfidence. Again, in baseball, you're only as good as you're in that next day starting pitcher. And sometimes you're feeling it, and sometimes you're not. So I, I, I want to believe with you, and I believe me, I want to jump into that pool. I want to drink the whiskey. I want to kick back with a cigar and say, you got us in the regular season. It's our turn now. Here comes the ass whooping. But I just, it, baseball's just that, not that kind of a game. It's just not that kind of a game. Uh, we'll step out, take a quick break, come back. Hey, coming up after the top of the hour, Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show in Milwaukee. He is going to be joining us. Excited about that. We'll get his thoughts on the Brewers and on the moves. This portion of the program brought to you by The Nice Ash. The Nice Ash, downtown Waukesha, 323 West Main Street. Was down there yesterday picking up a few cigars. Got a couple of Taybacks, a couple of Drew Estates. Got uh, a couple of the, the cigars from uh, 
uh, from Deadwood, which I can't wait to go see when I head out to Sturgis. But to stop down there and always love it. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they have live entertainment, good bourbons, good whiskeys, great cold beer, and a huge walk-in humidor and a great place just to go and sit, relax, and watch a game. That's our friends, theniceash.com, one of the best cigar bars in all the state of Wisconsin. 323 West Main Street, downtown Washington. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I'm coming. Hi, Mark Tauscher. Boy, you just never know when or where you're going to pop up. This time, it's my house. Can I come in? Uh, you're already standing in my living room. Ah, Tausch, you have mosquitoes in here. Oh, yeah. It's like an insect zoo right now at my house. Heads up, here comes that wasp again. Incoming. Shoo! You need Pella's 250 series of windows with exclusive hidden screens. They fit inside the actual window and protect you from nature. Okay, now that's just brilliant. Yes, please. Pella, windows and doors of Wisconsin to the rescue. You got anything to drink around here? Yeah, just go right ahead and make yourself at home, I guess. Ooh, root beer. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, bundle and save. Get a 250 series patio door and eight double hung windows with hidden screens for as low as $188 per month. Visit PellaWI.com today. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends have you back the bill michaels show we rock on gotta say thanks to our friends from wabam get wabam.com w-a-b-a-m and if you are looking for uh products for your vehicles whether it's a boat motorcycle utv suv cars you name it uh, they've got it and whether it's cleaners glass cleaners ceramics polishes uh i use the stuff on my front fairing uh on my motorcycle and the bugs just fly right off it's awesome Awesome stuff. Go to Get, G-E-T, GetWabam.com. You can look forward at many of the different uh, automotive supply, motorcycle supply, RV supply uh, showrooms now. You can find it uh, in many different areas. And Wabam has just overtaken the state. We were on, I'm glad to say that we were on board early with this stuff and uh, doing the Wabam thing, W-A-B-A-M, GetWabam.com, GetWabam.com. And then since then, it's just grown, man. It's, in, it's everywhere. You can find it all over the place. But look for it by name, Wabam, W-A-B-A-M. Coming up after the top of the hour, we are going to be hearing from uh, our guy Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Postgame Show, going to be joining us uh, about the Brewers' moves. Also coming up in the next hour, we'll talk to Tim. And then after that, we are going to have uh, some uh, discussions with uh, Aaron Jones, Romeo Dobbs, Devontae Wyatt, and the tight end Luke Musgrave, all coming up throughout the show today. Don't forget... Final hour of the program today as well. Mike Clemens is going to be here, and we'll talk with him live from Packers training camp. So uh, he's, as the Packers get ready for family night, coming up a couple of nights from now, uh, this Friday night. And uh, we'll talk with Mike about uh, what's going on up in Green Bay. And they also are getting ready to face off against Cincinnati and the Bengals a week from Friday. Uh, The Bengals will be without Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow injuring his calf, a calf strain. And there's a lot of concern in Cincinnati about – his availability, when he's going to be back, 
uh, how many weeks it's going to take to fully heal from that calf strain. When he went down originally, there was a big gasp, thinking it might have been an Achilles, but it wasn't. It was a calf strain, but uh, what is that going to do to Cincinnati trying to get off to a fast start this season as, you know, when you talk about Cincinnati and what they have going on in a very tough division with Baltimore, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh, uh, Cincinnati, who many thought might, you know, should be, I guess might be the best way to put it, should be the uh, division winner battling it out with Baltimore. Now what is it going to do for them? They start on the road against Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, and and then they come back home and they face off against Baltimore before they get the Rams coming to town then go on the road against Tennessee and Arizona, back against Seattle. But uh, they're thinking uh, the next three to four weeks. So that means he would miss the all the preseason against uh, Green Bay, Atlanta, and Washington, probably miss the opener against Cleveland, and then come back Sunday, September 17th. And that would put him about six weeks away against Baltimore if that, if that calf strain is, is cleared by then. Because that's kind of the game you really want. And uh, they believe they can get by Cleveland without, you know, the, the need to have Joe Burrow there. So, uh, anyway, that uh, being said, it's uh, you're not probably not going to see him at all when Cincinnati takes the field against Green Bay. I would be shocked if he was playing in that game. I'd be shocked, quite honestly. Uh, I know he has stated that he wants to come back sooner rather than later, and everybody does. But, yeah, he's calf strain, man, you don't screw with. Because if it's like a hamstring. If you don't let it heal, then, and it happens again, it's worse, and you're out longer. So we'll start to go through uh, as well the uh, the NFL. We'll take a look at all the divisions today, pick some division winners for you, and predictions sure to go wrong. Coming up next, though, Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Post Game Show, is going to join us. And, uh, Tim, we're going to find out if he's giddy. We're going to find out if he's not, if he's meh, whatever. Rick says, ask Mike about uh, that Heath kid. Oh, Rick, I, I don't have to ask Mike. Mike's been the one telling you since day one of camp. This is the guy to look at. Mike's been the guy that's been on that bandwagon. Everybody else is just now getting to the point where Mike was at. So, yeah. We're going to talk with Tim Allen coming up next. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. One hour down, three to go right after this. <laughs> 